Hello and welcome back to Sam Squared, the uh, podcast that gives everyone in the world a glimpse into our minds and world. Oh, that's not, that sounded dumb, but whatever. Welcome back. This is not week three, but our third episode. So um, I guess we should say who we are here. I'm Sam. And I'm Sammy. And we are Sam Squared. Sam Squared. Woo! Woo. All right, so we're recording a little late this week. Well, a week a week late, not late this week. So, um tell us a little bit about why, Sammy. Well, I guess we're actually late this week too cuz we were supposed to do it this past Sunday and this is It's been yeah, it's a few days past Tuesday, so. We were officially supposed to do it last Sunday, but we we didn't because um that was the 29th is when we were supposed to record. We had our first work party on the farm on the 30th. And so we were scurrying around Sunday night, making sure all the prep for the food was done and at least straightening the house so it looked slightly decent for people coming in, you know, sweeping the usual things that people do. <laughs> um, so we opted not to record because we had other stuff happening. Yeah. More, not more important things, but... More pressing things, I guess, would be a better way of putting it. True. And we decided since we, we haven't exactly posted the first two episodes yet, then there wasn't really a rush Get on my back, people Mom. waiting <laughs> to uh, <laughs> waiting anxiously to hear our next episodes. And so we're the only people, well, and what, we, we haven't even listened to the second one yet. No, that was uh, something I was going to do before we recorded this, but things got in the way. And here we are. <laughs> but we're trucking, and we've gotten so much accomplished since um, the last podcast. Um, the Organic Grower School consultation came, and I know we had we had ended the last podcast talking or mentioning that that it was going to happen. We were going to talk about it on this episode. So, um, do you want to just jump right into that? Um. Well, before we get into that, I guess we should. Um mention what we're drinking tonight oh that's true yeah that's that is true that's what we do apparently something we do here every episode we do drink <laughs> we are ultra fancy this evening <clears throat> excuse me and we've got some champagne with some local strawberries sitting in it nice and nice and bubbly <laughs> yes delicious a little bit of a start to the summer and um, it is Martini and Rossi Asti. I don't know if it is officially a champagne. No, I think it's one of those, probably um, a California thing. Or yeah, well, if it's an it's import, Ita- it's definitely not mm, from... Yeah, I think it's Italian. I just don't think champagne. that it's from the right... But I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not from the right region. But, um, I mean, it's delicious. And it's DCO CG certified. It has it has a four, which is good. We learned about that in our uh, Yeah, I still classes. don't even know what all that's it's about. It's pretty much just like a fancy grading system. So if they get the more letters they have of that, the better it's supposed to be. Like each letter it's kind of like a star except it stands for stuff that no one but them yeah. know about, but Is there a fifth one? Um, I actually don't know if there's a fifth one. Um, if there is, I not at any other restaurants <laughs> I've worked at. <laughs> yeah. DCOG <laughs> has been the, the highest I've I've seen. Um yeah, it's a sweet one. You know, it's not um, 
it's not crazy sweet like a like a spumante or something. It's still like light, but it's definitely you know sweet like Sam said, easy like summer. You know, nice uh nice light flavor to carry you through. And bubbly, those always have like a nice a nice feeling to them. Yeah, absolutely. It's good stuff. Good stuff. And it's on sale, right? Yeah, it's on Even sale better. like almost all the time where we grocery shop. So, bonus. <laughs> uh, anyway, so back to the organic growers conference or organic organic growers conference conference consultation. Organic cannot, growers like, <laughs> school consultation. Yeah, I yeah. the same thing happened when I recorded a couple days ago. I have not been able to get my thoughts like out of my brain in any kind of manageable order that sentence included so <laughs> bear with me everybody and check me out on turbo sidekicks online if you want to hear me bumble through some other garbage so uh yeah the organic growers school consultation yes bam nailed it nailed let's it. do let's move on let's yeah, all let's i feel just, yeah. or okay, downhill so from it was great <laughs> um so three three people came out. Um, one was kind of like the guy who was in charge. Um, one was um, a gal who was like mostly just taking notes about the meeting, and um, she is someone who emailed me the the notes that she had worked up after that because they send you a full full report, a recording of the meeting, and then. Um, you also have, like, if you want any information transferred to anything, like, that they um, suggest you do, like, a service or something like that, then they'll do, like, 30-minute transferring and, like, of information and talking with the people and setting stuff up and stuff like that. So, um, I thought it went really well. Um, it's kind of, like, what I was thinking, you know, we just, we wanted mainly to get a feel for if we were... Um, heading in the right direction if there were any sort of huge mistakes that we were making since we're very new at this and it being the very beginning then you know now's the time to know before we start planning any permanent infrastructure and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and so far we're pretty much on the right track Mm -hmm. um yeah they They gave us some new ideas and some things to think about. We talked about some things that kind of were already on our um, plan and everything. Um, And definitely like some some things to just check out um, that I had been missing. Mm -hmm. And and some small, like some things that are like very small changes to plans. that would make big, big impacts. Like they suggested changing some of the facing of our beds to help with water retention and erosion and stuff like that, or at least to look into it. I mean, it, of course, like when you do things like that, it changes the, the, the plan of how you mow and how you take care of the, the rows and all that kind of stuff. But depending on what type of big equipment we plan on bringing in and and mainly since we're not planning on bringing in big equipment, then some of these techniques are very doable for us. Yeah. You know, like, and if you were working with big tractors and stuff, then you wouldn't be able to, to do some of it. But we're hoping to go no bigger than a BCS walk behind, which I believe we've talked about before on here. I think like we at mentioned all. it. 
get all fangirly about him. <laughs> <laughs> they are cool, though. They are cool. And, uh, you know, a very low-impact machine. Um, impact, you know, environmentally, that is. Um, and approachable. Yeah. You know, because it's it they're almost the size of like a push mower of course like much much um larger motor parts and all of that kind of stuff but i mean like the general scale is kind of that size so it's it's definitely a different than like you know walking up to a tractor yeah. and having to like climb up into a seat and knowing how incredibly dangerous tractors are it's like if a horse and a tractor had a baby and a tractor is like if a tractor and a rhino had a baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, uh, I'm really excited to get one of those in the future. And, yeah, some other stuff, like they, they mentioned permaculture a lot, kind of improving our, I guess, the efficiency of our farm, which some of that will be fixed with um, infrastructure, with bridges and things like that for the creek. The creek being our biggest obstacle for any sort of optimization between storage and and field but you know whatever we'll, we'll get there um for the time being what we're doing works and it's not slowing us down too much um so we can drive a car down into that hollow and and ride up to our fields if we have to yeah and and um yeah i was i was really proud because a lot like i like i said earlier a lot of the stuff that we either had already kind of talked about or that I know was on my radar from the Organic Grower School conferences I've been able to attend, you know, of things that like have been mentioned in some classes like permaculture. I haven't taken any of the permaculture classes, but I've talked to a gal I used to work with, Ellen. She's super into it. So, you know, she's given me like the basics and, and so I have like kind of an idea of where to go on things like that. Um, but yeah, how, how we had our, like, I, I kept expecting them to say something really big that we were screwing up on. Um, and they didn't. So that was, that was really exciting because we are very, very inexperienced. You yeah. Know? And we're kind of doing our own thing too. And instead of just following another plan to the T, we're, you know, making our own way, like doing what works for us, which, you know, is optimal for us because it works for us so um yeah the fact that we're blazing our own trail and seem to be on the right track that's uh that's pretty positive did find some uh, interesting stuff about our property for from that um finally got to certain parts of it that we hadn't really seen before just because of oh, the, yeah. the timing and everything uh, last time every time we ever tried to go over to this one section of our property it was always way too overgrown and just kind of insane to get to without you know like hacking down jungle type stuff heck of a lot of thorns always kind of sucks so and a ton of mosquitoes because it's near the creek and <laughs> yeah. i am just i get devoured by mosquitoes I, I would need like my own like just little netting that i could just curl up in and like i don't know worm my way through there yeah and this being early spring before anything any growth has actually started we actually we could get over there and speaking of Mosquitoes and everything, turns out a lot of that section is extremely marshy, um, which has a lot of benefits, um, some downsides too, but we can definitely uh, like use that to optimize some sort of niche market. At least that's kind of what I'm scheming about it. 
I don't know about you. It's it doesn't take a heck of a lot off of our original plans, aside from less fruit trees. So it's not really Which a huge the deal. More, yeah, and the more the more I learn about fruit trees and and the care and everything, and not that I I don't want to do it. We're not in a very good climate for it. We're not. We don't. We don't have like the a nice south facing slope. You know. I mean, there are th- there are definitely things that can be grown here and grown easily. You know. But doing it on any sort of larger scale, I'm kind of leaning away from and instead thinking maybe of just having like a couple different things going on close to the house. Very, you know, very easy to maintain and just really focus our efforts in like a couple small, like, you know, a couple trees or maybe, you know, maybe like five trees or something like that or whatever to really give them the attention they need and make sure they don't because it. It seems like they just they just go from being manageable to like just there there's no control. turning back like and and so fast you know yeah. so and it makes sense too because we weren't planning on using any sort of fruit tree stuff for uh, our business side so it was all for us so yeah and like I think one a, tree like is a all couple, you ever really need for a couple people <laughs> yeah a couple apple trees and I mean that's enough to like get store apples do applesauce to make apple cider. You know, and then the figs and stuff, because I definitely want to do some fig trees, just a couple. Yeah. Maybe even some cherries, because, but anyway, um, not to get off topic, but yeah, I, I think it's a good idea. You know, they that was one of the things that they mentioned is that there is a farmer growing um, Carolina gold rice, um, which is a very in, incredibly profitable, profitable um, crop for them. Um, it's going really well. People are buying it and really excited to see a locally grown rice. Um, so that's that's an interesting thing that, I mean, I, I had previously in different, like, especially when we were looking at um, different houses and stuff, like, I don't remember where it was, but there's that one house that just had, like, it was super marshy in the back. And I was like, oh, we'll just come over here and be rice farmers, you know, yeah. like, and I threw that out, like, offhandedly. Um, but it always did kind of stick in the back of my mind because I know that that's something that, you know, that doesn't, that you don't, you don't see at a farmer's market, you know, like if you show up with like homegrown rice, like I bet people are going to buy it, yeah. you know, or like local chefs, like in Asheville, especially like at the fancy restaurants and stuff, I bet they would eat it up, you know? So, um, yeah, I don't know. It's, I, like, that it's was a like good thing. Two acres of just straight up flooded land right there. I just, know, it would have yeah. been perfect for some rice patties. <laughs> I know. Or a cranberry bog. Like, that was another... Yeah, which I didn't even think about cranberries growing in this climate. I didn't think about cranberries either, and I do love cranberries. Yeah. Either yeah. way, we have we have something we can make with that. Because um, it, it will definitely stay wet all year round, I'm pretty sure. Well, and that was the other thing, that, that if we didn't want it to... I mean, there there is always a way to to get it out you know just be like putting in some sort of drainage ditch or something over there to do to take care of, i mean to hopefully take care of, to try to i feel like if we got something good in there then it would drain out you mm-hmm. know it's just because it was kind of like it was bottled up at that one point but i don't know um again that's also changing like an ecosystem like but who knows if it was it was done like that on purpose like who knows maybe like years ago someone had a little pond there or something like yeah it definitely could have been it's um, right across from that um that house 
Yeah. You know, if they were all, if it was a big family living here, then someone who was probably like, I'm just going to put a pond right here with, for the ducks. And they could use it know. for like irrigation for tobacco fields and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I didn't so, know that either. Always a possibility. Yeah. And that, that was another thing to really find out the history of our, of our land and figure out what was, what was happening here. Um, because like I've, I've thought about it. Um, and I think they mentioned it, or maybe it was in something, some somewhere else I was, but of like if there are a lot of things that if the land used to be in tobacco production, you um, there are a lot of grants and stuff to go with it um, because of it strips the soil pretty much. Well, and there's no, there's some sort of um, oh my gosh, I'm gonna get this all m- messed up. But some sort of like fund that's been around forever, whatever that it that it just like it's like maybe when the tobacco industry or or farming started falling apart, it's just to help those farmers. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I said, I'm doing a horrible way of describing it. I know that they talked about it like at the the extension agent, the community center meeting we went to last year. I know she was talking about it there or then. Yeah, I feel like I remember saying something that was related to that for us getting solar power grants too, a long yeah. time ago. Well, and a lot of a lot of the grant stuff is like you can you can still possibly get it if you aren't, but it just it's a lot easier if the land was at one time in use as for tobacco. Right. But so whatever whatever that whatever that thing is, and obviously <laughs> I know so much about. Me and my just little bits of, of information that I keep. Hey, man. It's, it's beneficial. <laughs> For sure. Um, so that was great. Well spent. Um, they sent, Like I said, they sent us the report and everything. And um, I haven't gone back and listened to the meeting because we've just been so busy. Yeah, and it's faster to read and pick, the, pick out the important parts from a you know, typed up minutes of it instead of uh, actually listening oh, to well, it. Oh, well, it was more of just like like the just like the outline notes. Uh, um, but it was real, it was it was nice. I mean, you know, like it, it covers everything that you would want to to know they, about the meeting. Like that her notes were, were very good. Like I was, you know, I like taking notes and stuff and setting up outlines and things like that. So I was, uh, I was impressed with her organization and everything. I actually need to send them a thank you um, email or note or something. I mean, you know, to to let them know up. how awesome it was. Yeah, follow up. But anyway. Anyway. Yeah, there's that. Add to the list of things to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, yeah, we did. That, that was a Tuesday. Yeah, because the Monday before that, it snowed. Which was great that they came out that Tuesday because it was nice weather that day. It was like a little windy and brisk, but night it was very sunny, nice to walk around in. And all the snow was gone, of course. It was the last snow of the season. Yeah. Um, and then we worked all that week. And then, yeah, I went. Did that go right? Into the work party. No, it would have been another week. There was a week of, I mean, I'm sure we did all sorts of, oh, it was my birthday oh, yeah. weekend. That's yes, what it happened. rained. Yeah, it rained. And so we, we had to reschedule our birthday event. 
or my birthday surprise. Yeah, that's right. We did. We did. We decided to start working on our ceilings instead. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So we had a, a two days of rain where we just stayed in and and tried to fix our ceilings, which we need to continue. Yeah. The next rain time. But We're getting there. <laughs> and then it was the next week was the work party. So we've missed three weeks. No, because we, no, we've been recording bi-weekly. So we've only missed one podcast week, but it was two weeks in between the podcast. Oh. Yeah. I guess I need to get more organized then. We have a lot of podcasts <laughs> going on, you know? <laughs> Two. You're the, uh, Two yeah. so many. <laughs> well, it's not so Especially many, but it's like, okay, first off, on. you went from none to, to two, and then with Turbo Sidekicks, it, you you were recording with less, like, less frequently, um, but you seem to be doing every two weeks, except you recorded this past time, you recorded two weeks in a row. Um, right. So, yeah, it's picking up for you a little bit. There's a lot of other stuff going on, too, besides all of this. True. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, do we want to talk about any work party details? Is there anything worth um, knowing It was there? great. It was, uh, you know, we had a, we had a crew. It was mainly um, folks from you know, where we work that came out, and um, we... Worked them. We laid a lot of biodegradable mulch. <laughs> worked them. Um, we did. We worked them. Um, we did a big, big burn pile. Um, we planted 400 gladiolas, although some of those did not feel good. So I'm, in my mind, I've kind of already like given up on that. I think I waited too long to plant those. But you live, you learn, and you never know. Who knows? Yeah, um, some of them will probably. Some of them okay. might, and then yeah, eventually they'll they'll propagate out. So maybe it'll be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> That's the winging it section. So, um, but oh yeah, and we moved the chickens. That was the big thing. We moved the chicken coop. Yeah. Um, nice three hundred pound monstrosity. But it went great. We had we had seven people moving it together. Yeah, which would have been easy if it was all flat ground. But crossing the old the drainage ditch, yeah, the Delaware <laughs> over there, <laughs> it was fine. Um, it was. And we got it done, and it and it's good, and the chickens are moved, and they're they're resting in the right place, and everything. They're definitely not paying attention to the fence; they're out all over the place. So, yeah, we're thinking we're tossing up the idea of just free ranging them without a fence. Um, but we're still tossing around. We'll have to see what we decide on that. But it was great. I think you know. I think everyone had fun. Um, everyone is definitely sore the next day. Um, I heard a lot about that. Job well done if you're sore. Yeah. But not too sore and everyone like watched each other for sunscreen and stuff to make sure no one got burnt. Um, yeah. It's funny to see how like everybody works differently, you know, um, and just like different, you know, I can be um, like burying the, the ends of the the mulch are burying the sides of the biodegradable mulch. You know, I go down and I'm flipping the dirt with my right hand. The The bed is on my left-hand side. And as I'm flipping it, then I'm going across with my knees and I'm, I'm pushing it down with my hand, but then I'm also kneeling on it to, to firm the soil up. Um, 
which I feel like I get I get going really fast when I do that. But you know, watching everybody's different techniques, what they're doing. Like Ashley had like a squat in front, like flip the dirt thing going on, like pat. Um. Anyway, it was just it was it was just fun to watch everybody's different approach, and they were all having a good time because they don't, you know, they don't normally. Yeah, I never get to do that kind of yeah. stuff. So that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And they have like you know like a couple of them have small gardens and actually like they're they're redoing the outside around their house and stuff so they do like some gardening and some stuff like that but it's cool too like they you know we were talking about different like farming systems of like till versus no till and kind of like what we were we were going for and everything so it was um it was a lot of fun and then we we treated them to dinner and fire and all that good stuff yeah. <laughs> honey baked ham yes yeah and delicious delicious ham yeah everybody seemed to have a great time and thanks to everybody for doing that yeah yeah, yeah it, was, it was great and they all want to come out and do it again so that's a good that's a good sign yeah. <laughs> because this was probably the most um physical of i mean like every it, it's all physical but there's a difference like transplanting you know a hundred plants or something is a very different type of physical than, you know, lifting up this heavy, like the, the biodegradable mulch is supposed to be laid with the tractor, you know, so we're, we're doing it by hand because we don't have anything to do it on, but you know, 4,000 feet of biodegradable mulch on the roll is incredibly heavy, <laughs> you know? It is. So, and then like rolling it and dealing with it and just like stuff like that. And it's not as interesting as like dealing with plants. It's kind of more of the more monotonous stuff, you know? Right. Moving a coop, all that kind of stuff. Oh yeah, we mulched a lot with like leaves and stuff like that. So, you know, all of that's not as uh, as fun as the stuff that comes up later. Um, so, so yeah, them wanting to come back after the non-fun stuff, you know, is, is again, very positive. Yeah. Absolutely. So I guess that's the end of that. Um, until our next one, fill you in on the details of that. See if anything else crazy happens. Um, speaking of other positive things, we—it's <laughs> yeah, actually a little bit of both. We saw Avengers opening weekend. That we did contributed to the all the records being broken. It's, Avengers Infinity Wars for those who might yeah. not know what we're talking about because they live in caves. <laughs> <laughs> um, amazing movie, loved it, and also kind of hurts to watch it because who knows what's gonna happen in the year to come. It was so emotional, just <laughs> all over. Everyone was like asking me because like I. When I was at work, so we went we went Friday night, ten thirty showing. I was a double. Um, yeah, and, it, and this was the Friday before the work party, so I had to pick up the ham. Um, before I went into work, I worked a double, and then I went to go see um, Avengers. Yeah. So all day I was waiting for this. Like I had a countdown going for like this since the second I woke up. You know. Um, I honestly, I think you might have been more visibly excited than the last Harry Potter movie. 
Well, which is weird. <laughs> on one, like I knew what was coming with the last Harry Potter baby. Yeah, that, um, that changes a lot of things. And I don't know. Like sometimes you just have to be in the mood to just like let go and like be a kid, you know. And right. I, like I, I think with Harry Potter, I'm more emotionally invested um, because it wasn't. I mean, it, I didn't grow up on Harry Potter, but. It was. It helped me through a very dark period of my life, and I adore it still to this day. It's amazing. <laughs> um, so very, very emotionally connected versus comics. Again, we've talked about like I've gotten into more later on in mm-hmm. life. Like I knew them, I knew about them, and and liked them and everything growing up, but just didn't have a lot of exposure to them. So this is more of just like I have no no freaking clue what's gonna <laughs> happen. It's just like a. It's always like kid in a candy shop. On their movies. Their movies are so great. They're so much fun. Um, and I get to just like sit there and enjoy a movie because I don't really know a whole lot about, besides the basic characters, I don't I don't know a whole lot about any of them, you know, so. Yeah. That's why I enjoy them a lot. Well, first off, they're killing it. And secondly, I, yeah, I don't know the backstory, so I, I can't nitpick even if I wanted to. Um, and I never really want to. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just pure fun. Yeah. Um, so I did. I did. I won't lie. I kind of regretted my uber excitement, like after the <laughs> the roller. Co- I mean, seriously, I was laughing. I was crying. I was like in disbelief. I was like, I didn't even know if I wanted to like be in this world after <laughs> watching it. I wasn't even sure. <laughs> I mean, the mood shift was palpable. <laughs> the ride oh, yeah. there versus the ride back was, I was just like night and day. <laughs> so, so just like, and I, and not even like down, it was more of just like deflated. Yeah. Like I didn't even, I'm, I'm not sure if it's even wise to hope. I mean, I know, like I know it's planned and everything. I mean, you know, movies wise and what they, they've already announced is coming. So yeah, but they're still being know. weirdly hush hush about some random things too, which they is are. kind of I know. strange. <laughs> and you never know. Like at this point, I'm like, I don't trust them anymore. Yeah. You know, like, so I'm just like, you could do anything. And I don't, I mean, what if every, all of the movies that they've announced are really, they're just like, oh, well, all of this was set before, you know, <laughs> Infinity Wars, you know, like yeah. just to just. Smokescreen. <laughs> yeah. You know, you don't, you don't know. So there's, um, there's a lot. There's a lot. Well, either way, it was a fun ride, right? It was. It was. It was great. <laughs> I um, I did. I. It's still. It's a fabulous movie. I still want to watch it again, like immediately, because it's. I almost don't yeah. remember it. I, there's just like certain. It's like I don't know. Just like flashbacks, like certain moments where I'm just either like. Oh, that was so funny! Or just like, oh my god, why, <laughs> why? <laughs> yeah, it's the first movie for me in a while that I I was just thinking like I could just sit here and wait for the credits to roll and then just stay in the theater and watch it right back over again. Absolutely, absolutely, I could have. Yes, I think last time that was for uh, Force Awakens, and before that, yeah. I can't even remember. A long time. <laughs> Well, are we doing, like, are we actually talking about it? Are we going to say spoilers and and talk about it? Because there is something that I don't know. Like, I read a I read an article on something, and I didn't, didn't know if you had read it. Uh, we, we can say this section is 
full of spoilers chock full all so full of spoilers just avoid it if you haven't seen it yeah (laughs) skip skip ahead skip ahead uh yeah go go for it i think we're safe (laughs) okay so um so i read like tom holland had like this uh this bad habit of like almost like letting things Uh, slip slip up about like yeah the spider-man movie or something well not even that like there there's like this montage of like him and benedict cumberbatch Mm -hmm. um doing interviews together like promoting it you know and benedict would always be like ah like he was constantly stopping him (laughs) like constantly it was like I mean, it, and you could tell it was, like, a lot of different interviews. Or he would be like, oh, wait. And, and and he would just look over and, like, he would be shaking his head no. You know, so they said that they kept some stuff from him. Uh-huh. So at the end when, you know, when you're he's just ripping your heart out, you know, they said that was improvised. Like, he didn't, like... Like I don't know how how it could have been imp- improvised, but they said like the like the couple lines of like him going into Tony Stark's arms were improvised because they were huh. trying to keep some stuff from him so he couldn't let it out. <laughs> press releases. <laughs> That's scary. Which is um so I don't I don't know because like I read the whole article and then I was thinking I was like but how how could he have like. What else could he have been thinking that he was doing at that point? Like, they had to have told him something, you know? So, I don't know, like, um, how how he could have not known what was happening. So, that, that kind of confused me. But um, that was just something I read on the old interwebs. Hmm. Um, and it also, it, it was funny because I did watch the clip of, of him constantly being stopped. And it's just so funny because it's like, his mannerisms are just so much like a little kid just like even when he's doing these interviews like he's just so excited about being spider-man and being part of the avengers like just like in the movie he's just so excited about being spider-man and being part of the avengers um so it's just it's almost like just watching peter parker peter parker do this you know it's (laughs) it's great it's um he is the best spider-man in my book like he he is just so good just in in just all around all around great yeah uh it wouldn't make any sense to after the success of home or success of homecoming i don't think they're gonna can spider-man unless they just switch over to one of the random others like miles morales or something like that but that just wouldn't make any sense um he just I don't know. There's something, and like he's he's a really good actor too. Oh like yeah, he, he's um, very good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I heard like you and you and the guys talking about it on Turbo Sidekicks, but he, I mean, he just he can really just like pull your your gut out, you know, and you just mm-hmm. feel for him, for a little Spider Man, and <laughs> give him a hug, and just just tell him it's okay, <laughs> but it's not. It's not okay. It'll be okay just like, for just most like of Tony them. Was doing. He's just lying to him. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. Yeah, but who knows? That's. I mean, this is kind of the you know, the addictive part of Game of Thrones, I guess. Is nobody knows what the hell's gonna happen every week. Um, I kind of get it. It's stressful for me, <laughs> but it also makes for very riveting um, television and movies. And for movies, the stakes are so much higher. So it's. Um, yeah, it's different. First time I think in history that this has kind of happened—a big convergence of 
movies, like all different story arcs combining into one. So yeah, which is something that, history. that yeah, I just I just love like if with the books, like that's one of the reasons I uh, like Tamora Pierce. I love her books so much is because like the, she has these two separate realms, but all of her books interconnected and they're not following all the same characters but other characters will show up so it gives you that depth of just like mm-hmm. following this history just like in the and that's what i was trying to explain to like people at work because they don't understand why why i'm so excited because like these customers are asking and they're like oh it's just a superhero movie and i'm like but you're not you're missing the point like i've been with these people for for 10 years now like i've been with these this crew of characters longer than I've known you than you know like most of my friends you know (laughs) like the you know and they're the movies I go to when I just want to like watch something you know and I'm doing something else so I I watch them like all the time you know so they're they're always there and they never fail you you know exactly what what you're going to get from them you know like I know if I want to watch Captain America if I want something like to put me back on like believing in humanity or if i want to have, be like a little bit more of just like loosey-goosey party girl i'm gonna watch some iron man you know what i mean like you know right. you know where to go <laughs> with everything yeah so it's like of course i'm i'm invested in them <laughs> they're better friends than than some people you know because yeah. again you always you always know that and they're always there for you, you can always pull them off of the shelf and go to them in your time of need. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think that's the part that like makes me like a like the nerd or like the geek or like the you know whatever not in any sort of bad way or anything but just like I like I see them as like my friends or mm. whatever, you know. <laughs> Very uh invested in the character. Mhm. It's a good way to be. Well, until this one It'll be fine. It will be fine. Like it's they're all, they're is. gonna find a way to make it end well. <laughs> I mean, not necessarily with everybody, but I mean, you know, with everybody cast wise, still there. But it, it's got it, it'll have a happier ending. The the war's got to end at some point. It's true. Yeah, I mean, you know, the war the war does end. <laughs> so, have you seen the um the picture of because you know Disney is going around and buying everything up and it's like. Yeah. The Mickey one Mouse of, with the Infinity the, yeah. Gauntlet. Yeah. <laughs> it's absolutely true, though. It is so true. They're buying everything. Yeah. Oh. I think Dead, uh, not Deadpool, Brian, uh, Ryan Reynolds um, actually just, like, they were, he, you know, Deadpool 2 is coming out, and he said that there was, like, one, one joke that they pulled from the movie that they wouldn't allow him to make, and it was something about Disney. Although he's like, they weren't off limits because they, they did let him go after Disney for a couple of things or whatever. They made some sort of jokes about maybe a Disney character or something like that. But he, I guess there was some joke that he made about the Disney Corporation that <laughs> was cut from the movie. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> oh, even Deadpool can't say anything about yeah. Disney, eh? Walt Disney went, and like rolled in his grave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Good stuff. Yeah. I can't wait for Deadpool 2. That's going to be a good one. Solo's first, though. That's like in a week. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, very, very much. And I, um, you know, we were watching, or listening, not watching, listening to, I think it was on Hollywood Babylon, where they were talking about, like, they weren't really, or maybe Kevin Smith was saying that he wasn't really interested in it until, uh, like, he saw that last trailer. Yeah. 
and like, I mean, I, of course, it's same thing that he said. Like, I, I of course, was interested in it because it's Star Wars. But that last trailer was definitely good. was. Yeah, it was, I was like, oh, okay. I was like, I can, yeah, I can see this more now. You know, and I was trying not to be like one of those those fans, you know, like, you know, I was going to let this guy be Han Solo. Again, since it's a character, like, that part is easier for me, too, of, of shifting. Yeah. Or just, you know, of course I want to know more about my best friend. <laughs> Let's go watch videos of from when you were younger, you know. Like, <laughs> um, but yeah, it was a really, it was a very, very good trailer. I'm, I'm excited about it too. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. It's kind of weird that um, the I don't know who this character is, but the the girl, I guess, the romantic interest for Han mm-hmm. Solo in this one, um, who plays. Daenerys Targaryen in Game of Thrones. She's also who played Captain Phasma. So she gets two Star Wars films, conveniently. Wait, who is she? Who, which is, I don't watch enough Game of Thrones to the know The Queen of is. Dragons or whatever. Oh, okay, the, yeah. the blonde chick? Yeah, or, or like white, white hair. haired yeah. girl? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's white her. Yeah. yeah, okay. So She seems like fun. I've seen her yeah, some she's, weird like, Facebook commercial things or like instagram commercials where she seems really like yeah she's a pretty good actress and she's had some (laughs) really a lot of fun roles because that well we never saw it but the most recent terminator she was uh john connor's mom i can't remember her name sarah yes you got to play sarah in that one um she gets two star wars movies i feel like she's she shows up in a lot of stuff so Uh. um but she's kind of weird too, because like it, you change her hair and she looks so much different for some reason. I mean, yeah, maybe because you always expect that. her to see Game of Thrones, like as the Game of Thrones thing, because like, maybe that's just like your litmus, whatever her name is. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, that's what you expect to see from her. So every time she changes, it, it's a, such a stark dif- dif- bleh, difference. Um, well, I would not have known that that was her if you yeah, hadn't yeah. said anything. I definitely didn't know that. Let's so say every was movie Fantasma. that her Phantasma, Phantasma. Phasma, I'm yeah. sorry. Well, that one you never see the face. See the, like, the one yeah, yeah, yeah. at one point. <laughs> but still, like, the voice and everything like that. Yeah, I don't know. It's got the whole modulator yeah, thing going I mean, on. Weird. Oh, that's cool. That is, and yeah. Unless I'm wrong. That's like, like, maybe I should know, fact check, but I think that's, that's right. <laughs> that's like Chris Evans. Like, is it really fair that he gets to be Captain America and um, Flame On is not his name? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Flame On. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I always forget his name. Human Torch. Yeah, Human Torch. <laughs> well, at least well, like it balances out. That... One's great, one's terrible. So <laughs> it, that is true. That is true. But well, I mean, that's like I guess Ryan Reynolds. Although he was Deadpool two times, but yeah. Well, and he was Green Lantern. Yeah, so he gets to be. Yeah, he gets. Well, whatever. Good for them. Good for them. <laughs> I mean, I want I would love to be a superhero. <laughs> yeah, me and too. And if somebody was like, oh, "Yeah, take." Be as many superheroes as you want. I want to be like, no, no, no. I'd be like, oh, yeah, this is this is fabulous. I want to be in all the Star Wars movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah, really cool. I just ate a strawberry. Yeah. Sorry well, about that, folks. <laughs> well, I'm gonna I'm gonna really push this uh, this segue. Um, just since you since you said something about strawberries. If you followed us on Instagram, you would see a wonderful picture of the strawberries that we were talking about that we got from our local farmer's market. That's what you see. My nice push, like I really made that one work, yeah, right? That's a, that is one forceful plug. <laughs> it's 
okay though. We're 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 okay with that. <laughs> yeah. We're acknowledging it and accepting it and apologizing yeah. all all at the same time. We're not victim blaming. <laughs> um, so on Instagram, I am Paint Fork Farm, and you are uh, the Amazing Strider Man. Um, you can find our website at www.paintforkfarm.com. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and you can. Let's see. You're on Turbo Sidekicks Online. Yeah, the podcast. You hear me talk about other more nerd centric stuff. And they have. Okay, I know you have Instagram because I follow you on Instagram, and there, and you guys That's, are on Facebook. Yeah. Um. Also, a, Twitter for Turbo ooh. Sidekicks Online. So. I haven't gotten into Twitter. It's all right. I never yeah. really do either. I posted twice on it because of that, and no yeah. other reason. So um, I'm nowhere else. That's um, that's where you can find me. Mainly Instagram. Or I mean, that's not mainly. Like that's it. Just Instagram or the <laughs> website. <laughs> well, there you have it. Thanks for tuning in, folks. And we will talk to you in another week after week. Week. So, thanks. Thank you. Bye. Bye.